Welcome to the Live Beyond Show with Dino and Nikki Salas. Hey. Year 2022, baby. We made it, y'all. Yes. We're on the other side. We on the other side. Mm-hmm. These years are flying by so fast. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, as soon as you blink. It's another one. 2023. I sound like DJ Khaled. Another one. Another and another year. one, right? I don't know how many people tell me I look like DJ Khaled. Yeah, right? I don't know why. Really, you don't know why. Cause, and another hey. one. That's, hey. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, he's a good-looking dude, too. Mm-hmm. All righty. So, today, babe. Oh, wait. Uh, what did we do uh, for New Year's this this year, babe? We did something different. Yes, <clears> we <throat> did. Uh, this is the first time that we dressed up, formal wear dressed up, right? <laughs> we dressed up and went out for New Year's Eve. And we did get COVID tested, you all. We did get COVID tested, um, this um, event made sure um, to test all the participants, and they could not enter unless they had a negative test. Man, how about that nervous feeling? Though? Right, you know, right like before. I was telling the um, the lab technician that was um, <laughs> that was taking the test. I was like, "Wow, this <laughs> this is like you know some other type of test." Where it's like, "Oh my God, what well, what is the results going to be?" <laughs> you talking about like a pregnancy test? Yeah. Oh man, you get that that nervous stomach. Well, now that's like that's what it has become, unfortunately. And I am not trying to downplay COVID, but. Hey, <laughs> a lot of people, I mean, I'm pretty sure no one wants a positive test. Right. But hey, we definitely wanted a negative test because uh, we had to spend a little bit of money to go out that night, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not like a baby <laughs> right? where you're going to be paying for the rest right. of your life. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little bit different. And of course, and, and not to even downplay <laughs> uh, that type of test, because that is a totally different um, situation and a way bigger responsibility, but it's real though. Yes, it's real. It yeah. So, so, so tell me a little bit about the time that, that you had, babe. Uh, it was nice. Um, we went to, um, an event, a new year's again, a new year's Eve party at the Drake hotel downtown in Chicago. Chicago. Yes. In a loop. Um, I, I forget, uh, cause I, I had read and um, looked up, the history of the hotel, but I know it um, dates back um, at least a century. So, yeah. yeah, it looked beautiful. It was real nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Um, the ball had five ballrooms. We mm-hmm. were we we had the VIP, uh, <laughs> which really was just where you had access to all five ballrooms. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you would only have access to like three. Mm-hmm. You had uh, open bar for like five hours, I think it was, and. Uh, but luckily, uh, because to actually get a table was really, really expensive. So mm-hmm. uh, I didn't get that part, but <laughs> we still got blessed, babe. We got <laughs> we got blessed and we found an open table. I put that intention out there because, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you, I, I, I am a seasoned woman and I still love a, a good shoe. And now my definition of a good shoe has changed, right? A good shoe to me nowadays is not just the look of it. I need the comfortability of it. I have to be able to walk in a shoe <laughs> and stand. And I am not trying to stand in just some just some pretty shoes <laughs> all night long. Speaking of shoes, uh, you you probably didn't see it, but um, it's there's this Instagram post that's pretty popular 
where this lady's standing on high heels. Mm-hmm. Did you see it or no? Did no, you open up your no, Instagram? <laughs> no. <laughs> and it reminded me of you because there's this song, a church song is playing in the background while she her heels are all bent. And <laughs> she's like comfortable on the ball of her feet and her heels, but the heels are all bent up. And she's like, oh, my feet are so comfortable. <laughs> And it just reminded me of you because you're like, okay, my feet are hurting now. We need to. Yeah, uh... my feet weren't bit then or anything like that. It's just, <laughs> you know, especially uh, it's been, we've been in a pandemic. We're going to talk about that. Um, we've been in a pandemic for going on two years now, you all, two years. So um, when I said we made it, y'all, we made it to 2022. And yes, you know, there's still some, and always will be more things to overcome. But. <laughs> That no, my shoes were not like that. Um, so I have not worn heels for a a while. I have been wearing gym shoes, and now since we're in winter, I'm wearing boots. So had to become accustomed and get used to wearing shoes like that again. Yes, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, babe, we've been married. Uh, how many years now? Over eight years, going on nine. Eight years, mm-hmm. and you know it's. It's difficult sometimes as you uh, stay married longer and longer, you mm-hmm. can uh, be susceptible to falling into routines mm-hmm. and, and patternistic uh, ways and kind of just get comfortable. And, mm-hmm. and that was one of the reasons why uh, we had decided to go out this year because mm-hmm. uh, most every year we stay at home. Mm-hmm. You know, most everyone's like, oh, it's dangerous. Don't go out, you know, blah, 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 which is true mm-hmm. in some cases, but not for everyone. Right, right. Um, especially when you play it safe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we decided to go out and have a good time, do something different, do something new. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, uh, and that's necessary. Yes. It's very necessary because it can become stagnant mm-hmm. and boring, mm-hmm. uh, for a lot of couples. Uh, and, and a lot of you all know that we all know that when it's starting to happen, you know, you just got to, uh, break the routine and do something different, do something fresh and do something new. Yeah. You know, we had a, um, it was a video. Oh, that was before the pandemic. Um, it's, uh, and, and you go on to our Facebook. Um, I'll drop the link in the description um, below. If I could find a video, it's about a few years um, ago that we made it. But it was called um, We Are Not Monogamous. And no, it's not what you think. Because I know there are a lot of people like, oh, especially the people that chimed into the video. <laughs> and isn't that something how you say something like that? And people, you know, have their feedback, comments. But, hey, that's how people are, right? But it, we, what we were talking about was my belief of what monogamous relationship or not to be in a monogamous relationship is. And here, here's where I'm going with this. Often we hear monogamy as being with that one person, right? And many people think of it. More so sexually, but the way that I see it is not to be in a monogamous relationship. It's to be with a new person. That person, you know, say you're married to or your life partner is John Doe. Um, You might still be in this relationship with John Doe, but it is the hope that John is becoming new Throughout the relationship, he is renewing himself, right? Because when you renew your mind, then you become new in 
I mean, even in your body, you become new in your life. So that's what I mean by that. And that's why it is very important, very important to have new experiences, not only in a relationship with another, but the relationship within yourself. And we should always date ourselves, right? Whether single or in a relationship, whether it be just a couple dumb or a marriage, find new ways. And this is my mantra now, find new ways to live, not, you know, not just exist. We want to thrive. So, yeah. So that kind of leads into, uh, the subject that I wanted to talk about, because like I said, we've been together for eight years and Lord willing, we, we go all the way, you know, but, um, you know, I just want to talk about, you know, about, I don't know, eight, nine, 10 points of, of what it takes for a couple to last a lifetime and the Mm -hmm. things that, that they need to, uh, know and experience, Mm -hmm. uh, to have a happy marriage, you know? And, uh, the first one is forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, personally, um, you know, when we get into it, Nikki, you Mm -hmm. know, it's, it's, it's important to have that forgiveness because when you hold on to stuff, um, it brings a bad energy into the house. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you have to, uh, die to yourself and kind of just, uh, think about it and say, you know what, I want to keep the peace in the house. I want to, uh, uh, keep things good, good energy, good spirit. Um, and, and, and just forgive each other, you know, no matter who's right and who's wrong, you still have to learn to, to forgive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And forgiveness can, you know, that could be a, a whole list of different things, right? Um, holding on to things, um, like Dino said is, um, it's, it's, it's just not good for you. You don't do nothing but stress you out. I do believe with, um, um, and, and again, that depends on, and not to saying, not depending on when or when not to forgive. And it could be, hey, something as, you know, you didn't take the garbage out. Um, holding on to that again, that, you know, breeds resentment within yourself, within a relationship. Yes. And, and sometimes, you know, unfortunately, there are things that people still should forgive another for. But it might not be the reason why they want to, you know, stay in their couple dumb. So we're not, you know, saying that, hey, just forgive for yeah, everything. Put up, put up with everything. No, because right. I'm a firm believer in not, you know, doing that. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, it has to be in the right situation. You know, uh, if you don't want to forgive somebody, don't forgive them. Because, because if you're not meaning it for real 100% mm. from your heart, mm. then it's really pointless just saying you forgive somebody mm-hmm. and you really don't inside, you know. Well, I, I, believe, I believe forgiveness is more so for the self. And it's more for the self. Um, to, to I, I mean, so you're forgiving someone, you know, and this is my, my thing about that. Someone can wrong you and people are going to wrong you, um, in this lifetime, right? Because we are human. We are flawed now here and people will do things unintentionally and intentionally. So even if, Hey, again, it's, it's John Doe and he did, he has wronged you and you're choosing not to forgive him. Mm-hmm. It's like, really, you have to ask yourself, why am I choosing to hold on to this? Right. Um, I do believe we all, this, you know, us included, should say 
to the person, hey, I didn't, you know, I don't like that you didn't take the garbage exactly, out or something. Exactly. Um, because that releases you. Yes. That gives John a chance to um, become aware. Become aware, right? And to, you know, receive correction. And that's correction for himself. So sometimes or often, when we are telling another that they have wronged or offended us, it's for them to. To it's not only about you; right. it's about them correcting themselves. Because sometimes they are unaware, and that helps them to become a better person. So they won't even do that somewhere else or with someone else. Right? So. Yeah, because it's it it's not just about pretending like like nothing ever happened, mm-hmm. you know. But it's about accepting it, uh, and just be willing to move on from it, and mm-hmm. just you know, and, and just learn from it, and move move on. Mm-hmm. You you don't want to hold on to stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, the second one is uh, to save space for growth and change. Mm. Okay, so that's kind of, uh, what does that mean to you? Um, That goes to what I was saying earlier about um, not being monogamous, not even being in a monogamous relationship with yourself. You should be willing to change. You should be willing to transform. You should be willing to evolve. Um, <laughs> there's, there's somebody on Instagram. I just love this, this person's, um, videos. He's a comedian and he had posted a video saying, um, about, uh, people with slick mouth. I don't know if you all ever heard that, but <laughs> yeah. So the a person that that's going around and saying that they have a slick mouth is someone that is, um, uh, that's just, you know, they, they just shoot from the hip all the time. And that shooting from the hip can be, uh, a, a lot of offensive <laughs> language that they're using in there saying that to let people know that, Hey, whatever that comes out of my mouth, is just going to come out of my mouth. And you got, you guys to just get with it. And in this video, he was like, no, you know, stop saying, you know, you just got a slick mouth or whatever. And, you know, uh, be, because that's why people don't like being around you. So I say this all to say, uh, mo- most of us, right, you know, would we'll, we'll say, well, this is just who I am. <clears throat> okay, all right. And some things just truly who you are, right? You know, if you are your five seven, you have dark brown hair, you know, that's who you are. But there's a lot of things that are adaptable, right? There's a lot of ways that we can be flexible. So, again, going to the example earlier of John Doe, hey, that's just who I am. I don't take out the garbage. Um, John, I think it's just more so a choice. And that's okay if that's what you're choosing. But just saying that you're not willing to change, to, you know, to um, grow into being that person that especially – especially when it can better your situation, you're choosing the opposite. You're choosing not to grow in yourself, right? And choosing not to grow in your relationship. So, Well, I, I, I kind of see it a little bit different because as, as human beings, we should be evolving and growing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what I think it means by giving leeway for space and growth. Uh, change in growth. I'm sorry, because as we change, one person might be changing, right? Mm-hmm. But the other one isn't, mm-hmm. and that could be a problem for the person that isn't changing. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why, you know, when, when I said leave room for growth and change is to understand that as a couple mm-hmm. in a relationship, you're two individuals and you're going to change. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, well, it, in it, most cases, yeah, because yeah. everybody don't change. <laughs> well, right. Well, that's that's true. Mm-hmm. But it let's just say you're changing mm-hmm. and I don't change. Mm-hmm. Um I should be okay with you changing mm-hmm. and you should be okay with me not changing, mm-hmm. you know, but for you, you might get upset and be like, Oh, she's the same, blah, 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 blah. You still have to go out and do what you need to do for you as an individual, mm-hmm. you know, but you hope that you both grow together, mm-hmm. which is the goal of it. Right. So growing together, that's, yes. that's the key phrase there. So, but you and I know realistically that is not going on in all right. marriages. So, so we so, have to talk to both sides. Right. Of, so the that's a key phrase: the growing together. So, like you said, if one person is choosing, I'm it's just who I am. You know, <laughs> you just being stubborn. You're being an ass. I, and yes, that's that's what I said because if you are choosing not to be better. For the, uh, your relationship and for yourself, I mean, you know, you you are um, conforming, or, or I should say, you are forming stagnation. So, um, growing together, you're not growing together. Someone is moving ahead, and if you are choosing to be in a relationship with another, it, it should be the hope that yes, we're both. Are we we both are progressing? We both are growing, and everything is not going to be the same because you're still two individuals, right? Right. But it, so let me let me pause and say this: the true definition of love is of self is is part of that, right? That I am allowing myself to unfold into this beautiful flower. Um, um, throughout life, right? Because the journey just keeps on going until the end of this life, right? Um, when you join with someone else, it's like you are putting these two flowers together and making, you know, though that's not a whole garden, right? But you are choosing to some some way um, align or um, complement each other. And, and if you... And and so again, saying about love, the true definition of love. So that's the love of self when you are allowing yourself to unfold and feed those different parts of you, right? Spirit, mind, and body. Um, and when you love another, you want them to unfold. You want to see them unfold, you know, into that beautiful flower. You want to see them blossom. When one person is blossoming, just like real flowers, right? One flower is blossoming and the other one isn't. The other one is dead. It stopped growing. And it's like, you know, and, and like with my plants, if they're dead, they're not producing life no more, then, you know, they have to be thrown away. <laughs> so mm. if, if it's not to better the whole, which when you come become, um, in a relationship or union with another, you should be seeking to how to encourage, inspire the other to unfold again, like I said, to grow. And that person is choosing not to grow. Then it's like, they're saying that to you too, 
that they don't want to see you grow. So, well, you know, it like to each its own. Um, and that's why I say, you know, as two individuals, you have to do what you have to do for you. Mm-hmm. If the other person is not willing to go out or try new things or, you know, that's just not the type of person they are. They're more introverted. They're more, you know, it, it, it's like, hey, you married that person. Mm-hmm. You, you know, what are you supposed to do? You, that's the question because, and, and that's why I want to get real with this, because there are a lot of people, a lot of couples that are dealing with with this, both men and women, where one feels uh, they're doing more than the other and one is doing this and doing that and the other one is is, is not. So that could be a problem and the which is going to lead to the to the next point that I'm going to bring on but <clears throat> um these are real life situations that people are going through. Right. So if someone marries another mm-hmm. and they are like that. They are that person. Oh, I, I don't I don't want to do nothing. I don't want uh, uh, Then you should really be questioning yourself why are you marrying and choosing to join with that person? Because that's that's uh, another signal. That's something else going on <laughs> deeper within saying, I'm choosing not to grow in my relationship, so let me be with this person that's going to help stagnate it. That's how I see it. Um, and I, and again, everybody is not going to like the same things. That's That's a, a given. But if to partner with someone where you don't do... A lot, you know, not saying gotta be all your activities because there's activities that you just gonna enjoy by yourself or you know with friends. But I would hope that you would would love to enjoy life because that's your life partner, right? Like some life activities with them, at least half, if not more, of the activities. Mm-hmm. So that's a really a question of yourself. Why am I choosing to be with somebody that don't want to, you know, experience life with me? Mm. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, which leads to the next point of number three, where uh, laying all the cards on the table mm. basically is having these discussions, having these real conversations that might, uh, you know, not hurt people's feelings, but. I mean, because you can't control that when you're telling uh, certain, uh, being honest with yourself as well as with, with your partner of things that you're not happy with or things that, you know, you'd like to see different in the marriage or things that you want to do different. You know, these are conversations that you want to lay it all on the table, mm-hmm. which really you should do that before you get married or even before be, uh, getting into a serious relationship. Cause I mean, there's so many different variables. Uh, it's not just about marriage. You know, there's people that are single, they're just meeting somebody, you know, so it's, it's different for everyone. But right now we're talking about being in a marriage and being in a, in a, in a relationship where, you know, you have to be, or you should be honest with each other and some things that, that bother you or, you know, things that you need to be honest about. Hmm. So, um, you said at, at the beginning of the relationship, I think it should be throughout a relationship mm-hmm. because we change well for the most part. <laughs> and or, that's what I, I mean by everything changes. There's different variables, right? So, um, who Jane and, and John was at the beginning of their relationship, and that could have been 10 years ago, uh, could be totally different if not totally different, but 
there will be some different things. So, um, I give myself, for example, I am a seasoned woman. Um, knocking on the door at 50 and I'm lo- so looking forward to it. So, you know, I hear some people say, Oh, I want to tell my age and I get it. Cause of identity theft and so forth. But I think that is, it's a blessing to age, you know, not to get old because those are two different things, but, um, cause you can age well. Um, but if who I was 10 years ago was, was a totally different person. I have still, I have some, uh, those attributes, but many things have changed and should was, you know, respectfully so to change because I am in a different chapter in life. And like I said, another season, just like 10 years from now, when I'm getting ready to knock on the door at 60, that's I'm pretty sure that's going to be different things that, um, I love, you know, to do, you know, so yeah, if, if people are just saying, Oh, okay. And I hear that often people say, Oh, um, that, you know, couples say, Oh, so-and-so's changed. Um, they're not doing the things that they did 20 years ago. Uh, that was 20 years ago. (laughs) So, and whether people, um, yeah, we should change for the good you know, to become better. Right. Um, and some things that are considered bad because bad as yeah, can be a perception of, you know, what Jane might uh, say that John is doing. Oh, well, before we used to, you know, go to football, basketball games, um, 20 years ago, we don't go no more. And Jane might consider that bad, but that's just John changing. So just have to learn how to be flexible. Mm. Yeah. But also, too, like you said, changing because when people get married or meet somebody, they were one way mm-hmm. and then they change. Mm-hmm. You know, you thought this person was going to be this way, but then a change happens. Mm-hmm. And like I said, sometimes they become introverts. Sometimes they become more outgoing, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe you don't want to be outgoing. So it's mm-hmm. that's why I said there's so many different variables and situations of, of what happens. But um, ultimately, it's you know, trying to find your way through this life with another partner, Mm -hmm. which is most difficult, Mm -hmm. you know, learning to compromise and learning to, uh, you know, uh, meet in the middle, Mm -hmm. you know, a line, as I say. Yeah. And and that goes for both ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, Hmm. I'm about to say something, but yeah. So uh, again, what, what was done before, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, um, we, we have to reassess, um, what you are looking for in your relationship. Not to saying that, you know, John has to do exactly what you want him to do. Stay the same. That's not fair to John. And again, like I said earlier, to truly love someone is to want desire mm-hmm. and allow for them to unfold into mm-hmm. the beautiful flower that they supposed to be. Right. Are you going to agree with hundred percent of the flower they becoming? No, no, but true love is, is too. And you learn how to be in John's life that he doesn't now that he doesn't like football and basketball. He might like to play pool now. Mm-hmm. So that's something good for you. Right. Because say before you didn't like pool and John likes pool. Now, sometimes I believe that's how the, how the universe works. 
it throws that curveball in there for the both of you all. Mm-hmm. You know, so John's new interest can, it might not be your your same interest, but just allowing you to grow because you get to spend time with John because he loves to um, play pool and you'll be able to have a new experience with him. And like I said from the beginning, new experiences, I said to the people in the back row, can y'all hear me? New experiences are great. <laughs> Not only is it when when it is so life giving that it is scientifically proven, you all scientifically proven to light your brain up and to help um, um, keep brain cells. So if you want to stay or help yourself to age well, and this has been proven as well. Um, uh, some years ago, I had took some classes for Rush Medical Center from Chicago and they did, um, a training with us, this place that I worked at as a nurse, um, uh, training about Alzheimer's and dementia. And they had even told other studies that they did of how it did not have a select group, right? Um, it was less than 10%, less than 10% of this, this group that did not get Alzheimer's, did not get Alzheimer's because they had new experiences through, um, throughout like three decades of this research that they did. So, okay. So, uh, so that, that point was laying all the cards on the table and being honest with each other and learning how to have uh, tough conversations that, can help your relationship, all right? Mm-hmm. And the next one is learning to fight fair. Mm. Okay, that's number four. Mm. Uh, and a I lot know, of people can't do that. Now you, <laughs> now I know we fought a lot, you mm-hmm. know, in the beginning, you know, and it actually has gotten better uh, because we've learned not to be uh, go from zero to ten, mm. not to be insulting, not to be uh, super angry to where you. <laughs> You lose all consciousness and you're not able to even listen mm-hmm. as, you know, as much as you should. It's more about you being heard and you're not even listening, you know, while you're angry. Mm-hmm. So it's important to learn not to insult each other, mm-hmm. not to criticize why, why you're fighting uh, and not to call out their insecurities mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, just kind of... Uh, uh, and not to be sarcastic. Is that one of the Yeah. Tips? Well, I mean, that's under the umbrella mm-hmm. of learning how to fight. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's insecure. being very dismissive to yeah. another. Yeah. And right, go ahead and speak on that a little, little bit, babe. Yeah, because, um, <clears throat> again, so that anger, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not excusing someone. And, and then I just want to say this. Fighting and arguing, two different things, you all. Fighting is when it becomes more aggressive. People will argue or disagree, I should say, because we are individuals. We're not meant to be on the same accord with everything, right? So um, the dismissiveness and, you know, people being sarcastic to uh, their their mate, that is, you know, not, is downplaying how that person feels. And that can create more anger in someone and it can create, um, blockages in that person that they don't want to talk to you. It, you know, it would be a downward spiral of bad communication and 
if you haven't heard this already, and you probably did because you were here all the time, communication is key. It is the key, you all. If you are not effectively communicating um, with your partner, then you're not going to not only hear, not you're not going to be able to learn to understand what your partner is even is even saying. And it's not going to always be in verbal language because the biggest form of communication is nonverbal, right? So if again, Jane and John Doe, right? John, um, you know, in the beginning of their relationship could have been 20 years. Um, and he was, you know, like I said earlier, being dismissive. Um, and that in one of those, uh, another term for that is gaslighting, um, being, or being sarcastic, you know, like, um, downplaying Jane's feelings. He don't have to agree with them, but he doesn't have to, um, be mean with Use his it as words. A weapon. Use yes. it as a weapon. Yeah. So time goes on and he keeps practicing this, right? And it puts Jane more into her shell where it gets to the right. point where she doesn't want to talk to John mm-hmm. at all. He might think that that's a good thing, but it's actually bad. <laughs> Because now that Jane is in the shell and she does not feel safe, and let me tell you about safe. You should, we all should, right? And especially in your home with your partner. Your partner should be a safe space. Oh, I would hear people say, you know, that women are supposed to be the man's peace. You need to be each other's peace. Because if she don't have peace, then she ain't going to do nothing but give it right back to you. So each other should be a safe space. To communicate a safe space where I can be myself without someone downplaying or uh, just dismissing me in my words or who I am. So again, going back to Jane and John, Jane ha- is now not talking and and that has come to play. And it's not just John's fault for being dismissive. It's her not um, being able to uh, effectively communicate because at some point it's like, if you're choosing to be still be in this relationship with this person, something has to give. So, and I'm not putting that all on her either because now she's in a shell. Right. But if she just said, well, well, forget it. And I'm not going to say nothing. That's not good either. That's not good for none of us to do. So, yeah, I, I just want to, um, touch upon that being sarcastic, being dismissive, being, you know, gaslighting your partner. Don't do that, y'all. <laughs> right. You know, like it, uh, one thing I heard is, uh, it should be me and you versus the issue, mm. not me versus you. Mm. Because otherwise it, it goes deeper into something that's not even, uh, about what's going on or, but, or about what needs to be fixed. Mm. Okay, point number five is to have a long-lasting relationship like we've been having, babe, Mm -hmm. (laughs) is uh, to maintain our own identities. Mm. Mm. That's important. Yes, that's very important, all right? Because I'm going to tell you what, um, when you don't have your own identity, you're looking uh, for someone else in your relationship to be your identity. Yeah. And... You know, God forbid that person's gone or something happens or, you know, God forbid I'm, you know, like my wife says, Jane Doe, you know, mm. passes away or, 
you know, something happens where that person is not there, then who are you? Mm -hmm. You know, you never had an identity because you were so busy trying to appease the, you know, the uh, other partner's identity, Mm -hmm. you know, always trying to be, you know, people pleasing Mm -hmm. that you never really got a chance to figure out who you are and the things that you like and the things that you enjoy and what you want to do, you know, and, uh, or what you want to build in your life or, mm. you know, what, whatever it is, but it's important to have your own identity. Yeah. Um, and, and that could be even without the passing of another, right. It mm-hmm. can be, um, Jane and John, um, been married for 20 years and John has been wanting to be this you know, wanted to play pool for a long time, but he didn't because he felt that, oh, if I tell Jane I want to play pool, she's going to be mad at me. Right. I don't want to go to basketball games anymore. I want to go play pool. Um, yeah, so that goes to what I was saying earlier about being a safe space, that it, it should be okay for John to say, Jane, I, I don't like this. Can you know? Can we go, tra- um, go try playing pool? Or, hey, I want to go play pool because... He's still his own person. Not saying she got to go do it all the time because this happens all the time in marriages where we, um, yes, we are in the union, but we are still one, you know, it's, it's two people, you know, if you're in that type of relationship, cause now there's so many different types of relationships. Well, it's now. two, it's two healthy, physical, uh, mentally and emotional, spiritual people right. being in a relationship. Yeah. It's yeah. not being dependent on the other person right. to be so-called whole. Yeah. Yeah. So when that um, phrase that people say, uh, someone completes you, and um, no one should complete you. Um, are we going to be whole 100% we're we're um, humans? We, we're not perfect. Not meant to be perfect. Everybody is flawed. That's the balance of the universe, you know, to keep us from thinking that, you know, too highly of ourselves. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you, you should be able to still enjoy. And I, and I hear yeah. this a lot, especially in women. So I'm going to say this to you all. Um, not only um, have I heard women lose their identity from being married or in a relationship, but losing their identity from being a mother. You are more than that. You are still a person. You are still a human. You right. are still a woman, and you have your own needs, too, and they should be met. It should not be trying to meet the need of everybody else. Because you know what they do? They don't do nothing but make you drain. You're tired. And let me tell you what the number one, let's get real for a moment. Let me tell you what the number one killer of women in America is right now. Heart disease, you all. Heart disease. Because women are stressed out. They're stressed out and they're tired. Y'all get that S out of your ch- off your chest. That stuff ain't cute. That stuff ain't sexy. No, oh, I got to do that. No, you're not superwoman. You're not, not nobody's hero. You're not meant to save everybody. <laughs> Stop it. Go sit down and take you a nap. Yes, that's what I said. Go take you a nap. Then when the last time you had some good rest? When the last time you went and got a massage and massage yourself? You know, did you, do you even, and, and I need to talk about this in one of my videos, about the even how you feel from a mas- massage. Like, 
even being touched. It's like we women are so used to being touched by, you know, kids and partners and stuff. When did you just hug last time? You hugged yourself. Ooh, look in the mirror sometimes and hug yourself and say that you are worthy, that you are your own per- person, that you are valuable and you have purposes too. Okay, y'all. All right. And to all the fellas, mm-hmm. go out and do your own thing, man. Mm-hmm. Have a good time with yourself. Make some friends. Do some things that make you happy and give you relief and give you a sense of accomplishment mm-hmm. and advancement, whether it's job, like I said, business, building, just going out, hanging out, kicking it. I mean, I mean, everything has its boundaries, but you got to make that space where you go out mm-hmm. and do your own thing as an individual. Mm-hmm. And that's real talk. Yes. All right. Indeed. So the next one is that they fully respect each other. Mm, mm, mm. Uh oh! Do we need to send some surveys out there into the world? You know, and respect for everybody's different, but uh, that's one of the key things because once you lose respect for your partner, it is really, really hard. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just it's being for really real. Hard. Well, nothing is over, babe. Until well, until two people decide that it's over. Right, but once you lose respect, because to me, respect is tied with love. And when you um are not choosing and, and I'm not talking about where, you know, like we said earlier, where it's it's the one off where, oh, oh my God, you know, you curse or something like that. I'm talking about the continuous disrespect disregard because that's part of respect too. a lot of people don't know this disregard. And like I was saying earlier about being dismissive with someone, you know, Oh, what are you talking about? Oh, you know, not making sure or, um, being a safe space for someone that's disrespect too. Yes. It's not just our words. It's how you treat somebody, how you make them feel. So, you know, and, and, and that's true. But, um, have you ever dated somebody that you didn't respect babe? Yes. And mainly it's probably because you, you disapproved of their uh, life choices or you couldn't understand why they're letting their potential go to waste or they feel like their mm. parent or you feel like you're their parent and got to tell them everything what to do and instruct them. And well, it's, it's different. It's, it could be so many reasons. Yes, it's why. so many reasons, but those are some of the things when a woman loses respect for a man mm where they can't self-govern themselves or they can't, uh, you know, be autonomous in any type of situations or can't make decisions, you know, or can't lead themselves. If you can't lead yourself, how are you going to be able to lead a woman? Mm -hmm. That's just, yeah, that's when a woman loses respect for a man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I believe that's, that can be one way, right? And, And that goes to what I was saying earlier about, Women taking on a lot, a, a lot. And I say that because I am a woman. I can't speak from the perspective and experience of a man. Um, but women take on a lot. So to take on, you know, first of all, it, it got to be you first. You got to take care of yourself. And then women, for the most part, take care of the household, whether they have a full-time job, part-time job, they take care of the household and taking you, you could either consider, um, taking care of household part-time or full-time job depends on what, um, the matters in, in which to maintain your household, right? Children. And then it's like, 
you are joined to this man and you're taking on that too, again, it drains the woman. It takes a lot of her. And some women might, you know, have be head over heels to have these positions, but I'm not saying that it's not um, creating discord in you because again, that, because that has been taught to us, right? You all, uh, especially women my age and older that you're supposed to, again, wear the S on your chest and depending on what culture you're from, me being an African-American woman, that was really bred into us. Take on everything, bite and just, you know, bite the bullet and just get through it. We, we have even been taught not to emote, not to show our emotions. So a lot of us is holding stuff in. And again, we're taking on stuff. It's like, we're just smiling. Oh, oh, and, or we are angry, but we're not expressing that anger in an effective way and saying, Hey, I might be screaming at you, but I'm really trying to say I'm tired. <laughs> I need to take a nap or something. I need somebody to take this pressure off of me. So yeah, and I and I have seen that a lot, you know, in um different relationships where, you know, the woman is not effectively saying, communicating that hey, I need for you, because I'm not gonna say man up because to be a man. You know, I'm pretty sure that it, that takes, I'm not just going to say, oh, well, you know, men supposed to do this, women supposed to do that because, you know, that's the gender role things as, you know, it's antiquated a lot of things, right? Because there was a time where women didn't work and now they are. So it's not about quote unquote manning up. It's about, hey, help me out. Help me out grown person. How, how about that? Let's use that term. Help me out grown person. Cause I'm tired. I need some help. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's, a, that's a huge one. When a woman loses respect for a man or a man loses respect for, for a woman. Cause it goes both ways. You know, there's, there's things that, that women don't do that, that they should be doing mm -hmm. that they're not doing. And, you know, I, I mean, I'm not going to go into specifics. Um, but it goes both ways, mm -hmm. of course. Mm -hmm. And let's see. The other one is, uh, let's see, to keep the romance alive. Mm. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. Because, like I said, after being together for so many years, you know, and of course, we're still in the early stages of, of, of our marriage, but. Um, when you get to that point where you're in your 15, 16, 20, 25, you know, things can get kind of rudimentary and you have to uh, liven it up by doing something fresh and something new. Well, I'm going to say we, we're not in early stages. It's going on nine years now. So um, that's early to me. Yeah. OK. Uh, <laughs> early to me, early stages is still, you know, right after the honeymoon. I believe even after the honeymoon, you know, honey, you know, like I said earlier about reassessing, um, the, the relationship, uh, you, you know, we, again, we be, we do become comfortable and we are not trying no more period, you know? So, um, whether it's, um, uh, Hey, we going to the basketball game, football game, and you just, and then I'm not saying that you cannot enjoy that. Right. But, you know, put some spice up in there. Do something right. different. You right. know, instead of going to the Bulls game, go to a Patriots game. You know, I don't know if they're really good right now, but it don't really matter. You know, because you're supposed to be going for the experience, right? <laughs> so, um, 
but do something else to bring newness into the relationship, you know, and that goes with the activity, all your activities, right? Um, if you were buying flowers and, you know, doing all different things before, it doesn't hurt to continue that, you know? So yeah, for me would be surprises, you know, something that, uh, uh, you know, spontaneity where you just do something, uh, you know, when the other person didn't expect it, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, to come home with some flowers or hey, pack your bags or where are we going? Don't worry about it. Just pack your bag. We mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. That's going to, uh, you know, bring some, uh, rejuvenation, uh, a little bubbly feeling inside you, a little joy, a little, you know, uh, surprise secretiveness, you know, that's, that's what I'm talking about, about, um, bringing some newness to the relationship. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the other one is that we are a team. Mm. That we are a team. We are individuals, but we are still teammates. Mm. What do you think about that, baby? Yeah, because, I mean, that's true. <laughs> it's just, you know, it sounds cliche, but there is no I in team. You know, and it's... It's like team is about you do a little bit, I do a little bit. You do what you're good at, I do what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. It's like sharing responsibilities, sharing things that, that you do in everyday life, uh, whether it's finances, whether it's work, whether it's doing dishes, cleaning, cooking, whatever. It's, everything is about teamwork mm-hmm. and doing stuff together. Mm-hmm. I know we've been taught, you know, uh, years past that, you know, you cook, you know, I go work. Mm, you know, it's like, but like you said, women are working out too. So it's like both people have to kind of put in, you know, uh, to make things work, Mm -hmm. you know, and that goes for everybody, you know, Mm -hmm. kids too, everybody, Mm -hmm. everybody got to, got to pitch in. Everybody's good at something. Everyone's got a gift. So let's, uh, let's all put this together and make it work. Yeah. Cause a household, you know, if you have multiple people in there, it takes, multiple things to keep it going right so the people that's saying in that they they should contribute <laughs> yes yeah and like dino said children too yes they can take out some garbage they can wipe a table down don't put it all on mom and dad or you know depending on what your parents are uh, your parents you know and it's, <laughs> it's funny about that because i've seen a lot of parents where they feel like they want to make their kids do nothing because mm. they felt like they had to do everything when they were kids, mm. you know, and it's kind of a guilt trip where they kind of like, Oh, I don't want to do that to them. I want them to experience life, uh, differently than the way I did. Or, you know, whether it's cleaning up or doing this or being responsible, you know, doing you want to, you want to hear what, how I feel about that? And I'm about to, I'm about to be real about this. Okay, go ahead. You're making your children selfish mm. because again, about that love, you know, and going away, like Dino said earlier, and I spoke of about going away from gender roles, because um, it's not just, you know, um, a woman's job to clean and cook is that, you know, everybody contributes, you know, you do your part to keep the household running. Um, so when we teach our that to our tr- children, you know, and I ain't gonna say train because they're not little puppies. But <laughs> you're teaching your your child that hey, I I don't have to contribute to where I live. I'm not saying that they gotta 
you know, do everything of, of what the parents do because that's the parent's responsibility. But when you're doing that, you're teaching them how to maintain their household when they have one. Because one day, hopefully, they will have one. When they, you know, hey, that's how we grew up. That's one thing I um, do not um, regret of how I was raised where, you know, you came to a certain age, you did contribute to cleaning the house. Um, and that stayed in me, which I'm, I'm grateful that it stayed in, in me, but guess what? Me too. Those who <laughs> I have seen and know that they didn't have to contribute. You can tell. Mm. <laughs> and I'm gonna leave it there. Okay. <laughs> Number 10 is that we choose each other Every day, Nikki. Yeah. And I tell people all the time that your wedding, you know, you, you all, because what well, me and Dino went to the courthouse because we wanted to save money. Um, however, $10 did you, holla. Yeah. <laughs> Who tax? I think it was like 11. <laughs> but um, uh, and your wedding is not your marriage. A marriage is a consistent practice. <laughs> That you wake up every day and say, oh, okay, this is a new day. Am I choosing to be with this person? So if I'm choosing to be with this person, what is it going to take to get through this day? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, basically it where we choose one another, you know, because bottom line is we're all not perfect. Mm -mm. We're all trying to get better. Mm Mm-hmm. At least we should be. Yeah. Um. We all have our deficiencies. We're, you know, we're, we're this, we're that, we're this, but we still choose, mm-hmm. you know, because we trust that person because that person is going to be by our side no matter what. They're not going anywhere. You know, while everyone else is against you, that person, your significant other is there for you. If you have that type of person. If you <laughs> have that type of person, but... But see, but we're talking about what makes marriages last a long time. Mm-hmm. These are the are, are the points and the tips that I'm talking about, where you trust each other, and you know you're my ride or die. Like mm-hmm. they say, I'm. You, no matter what happens, we're together. Mm-hmm. You know, you get hurt, I get hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody does something to you, they're doing it to me. That's the way it's supposed to be. Well, let me, right. So let me just break down the rat and that. So like we said earlier about, Hey, everybody's thing of forgiveness is, you know, I'm not saying that you shouldn't forgive because it's a gift that you give yourself. Should you still have to be with that person? You know, especially is if the situation is, um, is damaged. I mean, is um, beyond to be repaired. Um, cause I, I, I think sometimes, and I'm going from what I have heard. I'm from other from other women. The ride or die is usually attached to no matter what that person do, that partner mm-hmm. does, that they deal with it. So I just want to clear that. Yeah, um, thank you for correcting that because uh-huh. you are so right. Because ride or die is if I do things that are ethical, moral, yes, uh, like the way I like to say godly. Mm-hmm. Anything that's not godly, I don't expect you to follow me or, or mm-hmm. expect you to to ride or die with me on that because that's something that's not right. Mm-hmm. You know, if I see you do something that's not right, I'm uh, excuse me, that's that's on you. <laughs> you know, it ain't no ride or die mm-hmm. on this mm-hmm. because it's not ethical, it's mm-hmm. not moral, it's right. not godly. And I'm I'm glad you uh, spoke that out, um, but. 
there are so many different variables, Nikki, because mm-hmm. we can talk about certain situations. Some things are going to fit people. Some things are not. Mm-hmm. And that's just the bottom line, you know. I just don't want to miss No, no, I'm nobody. glad you did that because yeah. that is. Because I hear that too often yeah. when women, uh, my sisters, my sisters, no matter. Uh, mm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but if the person doesn't know what's godly or what's ungodly or what's, you know, what's uh, well, ethical sometimes and what's know. not ethical. Well, you know, even you know, I I just I I take that away from it. it's just knowing um, that that the person that they are with that they are aligned with by marriage or someone that you are choosing to be in a partnership with. You know that this person is not doing things, quote unquote, right. But you're saying, because just like I said earlier, women of my age and older, they were taught, especially in the black culture, just, hey, just deal with it again. Bite the bullet and just be happy, especially Mm -hmm. if he's coming home and bringing money. I know women that are going through that. So, and they know they'll say, hey, well. This and that is going on, but hey, you know he come home, he bring that check home, and <laughs> and and I'm here to say that but you're putting up with all kinds of stuff, right? So that ride of that needs to ride on over that cliff. Yeah, you know, I and I, I want to add one more for number ten, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, keeping up with the Joneses, mm-hmm. which is a common mm-hmm. phrase, you know. He wants to be like the Joneses. You got some more lyrics, man, or what? I just remember that song. Oh, okay. I remember that. The well, hook. keeping up with the Joneses is trying to do something that you ain't supposed to be doing just to keep up with some somebody mm-hmm. else. That, compete. Yeah, compete. That that can cause a lot of strain in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, competing with other people. They got, you know, just keeping it real. I like to live simple. Mm. You know, simple. Me too. Uh, it's a lot easier, less burden. Uh, keep things, you know, tight. You know, keep things, you know, uh, debt free. You know, it's 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 nice when you can move Mm -hmm. around whenever you feel like Mm -hmm. it, you know, not tying yourself down or burdening yourself with certain things or situations because of what somebody thinks is uh, success or Mm. or a healthy marriage Mm. or or, you know, uh, a good occupation. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone has different uh how would you say different mindsets mm-hmm. on what success is to them? You know, me personally, I'm searching for peace. Mm. The more, Hello. Pe- the That's more, success. The, That's more success. the more peace I got, you know, I'm 51 years old. So I can recognize when now, when something is peaceful and when something isn't, and when it's not, I let it go and I keep it moving. Mm. And that's the bottom line. Mm. That's, that's right. Right. Cause, um, yeah, that, that, you know, there's a Buddhist quote or Buddhist teaching, I should say, um, and it, it it speaks to um, to have attachments is the creation of suffering. It goes something like that. So the more attachments that we have, um, like Dino said, um, okay, so Jane and John, they're looking across the street at their neighbor's house. And, you know, especially certain type of neighborhoods, you would have similar house houses, you know, that were built the same, especially if they had the same builders, right? So Jane and John, you know, have the, pretty much the same house as most of the people on the block, but the people across the street, 
the Jenkins. <laughs> they just got um, added on a, another, uh, uh, put a, another addition, and now they went from two car garage to to four. But so now Jane and John are doing whatever they can so they can get addition put on to their um, house as well. Now, if Jane and John, now if they want to do that, that's fine. But if it's for the reason because they're competing with the neighbors across the street, then they have, they're creating suffering because now they are, they have put into their mind because that's really what's going on in the mind is saying, okay, I'm not good enough if I don't have the same things that they have. And that's not true. Now, if you take that on as your belief, you make it true. But that don't have to be so because even with success, let me tell you something else that you create and make it your own is your reality. And your reality is not meant to be the exact same as another person. That's right. All right. Well, we're going to shut it down right here. I hope you guys uh, got something of value out of this. We appreciate you. Uh, check out our photos on Facebook on Live Beyond. Uh, Instagram. For, yeah, for our New Year's pictures that we took when we went out. Um, and we look forward to hearing from you and seeing you on the next and one. And we're wishing you a great 2022, you all. Hey, I know a lot of people talk about resolutions are not real. And I, and I know we still admit a pandemic. But let's try to put some kind of positive vibes in the air because when we put our intentions out there and again, we believe it, you'd be surprised at what come back. Live beyond. Bye.